Welcome back to the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, this is the podcast for athletic directors and coaches where we have our guests share their stories, brag a little bit on their programs, and offer toolbox tips to other leaders. Before we meet today's guest, let's have a shout out to our partners, the Global Community of Women in High School Sports, We Coach, Vital Signs Wall of Fame, and the Florida Coaches Coalition. These are four great organizations. You should have them on your network. And now, don't hit that fast forward button. Stay with us for the next three minutes as we give our sponsors their shout out. These are all products that I used as a coach or as an athletic director. You should be using them too. Here we go. We want to say thanks to Gipper for their support. Gipper's the official social media graphics solution for this podcast. And if you go to gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to start creating world-class marketing content for your school's social media channel. It's so easy to use, even I can use it. Join the 3,000 college and high school athletic programs that are using Gipper. Celebrate your team, promote your athletes with Gipper. Go to gipper.com. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to huddle.com. Change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years, but when I became an athletic director, I made sure that our school was a Huddle school, and our coaches just loved the tools that Huddle provided that allowed them to coach our kids at the highest level. Go to Huddle.com, see why we believe in sports and teams believe in Huddle. Join the 6 million users. Turn your school into a Huddle school. We also want to thank Vital Signs Wall of Fame. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. It's a great way to display your school records, your school's Hall of Fame, or to just tell more compelling stories to celebrate your school's diverse history and proudest moments. Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Mention the podcast, you'll get a nice discount. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing. Go to hometownticketing.com. It's simple and it's easy. And it's also digital ticketing that offers more, more support, more security, more customization. Hometown is going to take care of you. They're going to provide a dedicated client success manager to provide hands-on support. Go to hometownticketing.com and get started today. We want to say thanks to Snap Mobile. Go to snapraise.com. Check out their entire suite that offers you a fundraiser, uh, information management, parent connection, and more. SnapRaise is hands down the finest fundraiser out there. Go to snapraise.com, check out the entire platform, snapraise.com. We also want to say thanks to Home Campus. Go to homecampus.com and let them show you all the things that they can do. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every single day, and the Home Campus team was easy to work with. It's the official high school and state association and student athlete clearance platform for the podcast. Check on your athlete's eligibility, schedule, and a whole lot more. Go to homecampus.com. We want to say thanks to District 1. Go to District 1, that's W-O-N, and you're going to feel like you've won when you see their custom uniforms that are on-time delivery and their one-at-a-time replacement program. You're never going to have to order a complete set of uniforms again when you just need one or two replacement sets. Go to District 1, click on the Team Gear button, and you'll get a free quote. That's district1.com. We want to thank Sideline Interactive, indoor score tables and video boards. 
go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo to see their score tables and their scoreboards in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. Go to sidelineinteractive.com today. And we want to say thanks to Athletic Surveys for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment of the podcast. Athletic directors already hear from the complainers, the 2% that want to gripe about everything. Athletic Surveys will connect you with the 2%, but they're also going to connect you with the 98% that love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking to a frustrated parent, your school board, or your principal. Go to athleticsurveys.com. Check them out today. That's athleticsurveys.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We're going up to Georgia today, and we're going to visit with uh, a long time, I don't know how we say this, internet friend. You know, we're meeting for the first time, uh, you know, in the virtual uh, sphere. Kevin Grooms is our guest today. Kevin is a certified master athletic administrator. He's a longtime uh, athletic director and a basketball coach uh, in the state of Georgia. Uh, he's going to talk about this. He's also recently joined the NIAAA's national faculty. So we're in the presence of greatness here. Kevin Grooms, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you, Jake, for having me, man. I, I really do appreciate this opportunity. You know, just a platform where I'm able to drop some nuggets for any other athletic director that's doing phenomenal things already out there in the world of of athletic administration. Well, uh, again, you and I talked about this. Uh, you know, we followed each other on on Twitter and the various platforms. You've always been very supportive of our posts. And uh, I, again, this, uh, this has been a long time coming, but we're glad we got you here today. For our listeners, we're recording this on July 24th. So it's going to be very timely when you are listening to it. And let's go ahead and get started. Kevin, as you know, we always like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us that quick bio, where you were born, where you grew up, uh, maybe take us up through your own uh, high school and college years, and we'll take our first break and then hear about your uh, early career. But what's the Kevin Grooms origin story? <laughs> well, Kevin Grooms, which is I, I'm from originally from Thomasville, Georgia. It's Southwest Georgia. It's about four hours from the Atlanta area, about three and a half hours from the Macon area. Uh, some fam familiar names that you may know from Thomasville is uh, Charlie Ward, uh, William Andrews, uh, Guy McIntyre. Those are those are some familiar names that, that you may know that came from Thomasville, Georgia, but that's where I'm from. Um, I grew up um, in Thomasville. My dad was a, <laughs> a lot of people don't know this, my dad was a mortician. We actually own a funeral home in Thomasville. So, and my mom, my dad is recently de deceased and my mom runs the funeral home. But uh, throughout high school, I played, well, throughout my time frame, I played football, basketball, uh, ran track, cross country. I did it all. Um, but what I was most successful at was basketball. That was my thing. That was my niche. Uh, I was one of those kids where my mom, uh, got on to me pretty good, you know, about different things. So it came to a point in my in time where I was playing football and I was not doing uh, my very best in school. And my mom made me decide what, well, you know, either you're going to play football or you're going to play basketball. You're just not going to be able to do all these sports. So I chose basketball. 
uh, as my sport and did fairly well. I was the captain of the basketball team. Uh, my senior year, I was uh, the leading scorer. I, I averaged over 20 points a game. So I, I did fairly well uh, in the game of basketball in high school. Uh, and that led me to going to college and and furthering my career in athletics. You know, uh, you mentioned Thomasville. Um, I, I know exactly where that is. Uh, I finished my career as an athletic director uh, just across the border in Tallahassee. So, uh, you know, know very much. Uh, and I want to say, as we've driven, uh, you know, through the, through the town there, I, I've seen the sign. So uh, very cool. Looking back to those days, um, you know, you, you mentioned that you, you did all the sports, uh, but uh, there were some classroom uh, struggles. As an athletic director, as a coach, you know, you probably had some kids in a similar situation. Uh, were you able to, you know, lean on your own experience to help them through those struggles? Uh, yes, sir. Now, now, now we're talking about that education-based athletics, you know, and it's very essential. You know, as a kid, um, I was one that it came easy. I really didn't have to study for any, anything. It just kind of came easy. I was more of a visual learner. Um, so that's who I was as a person uh, on the court, in the classroom. Uh, but then, you know, I started playing around, you know, messing around, thinking that I could mess around and still participate in athletics. And I just had parents that they didn't play that. You know, it, it was it was about, you know, making sure that I get the education that I need. I am the the first boy uh, of my grandmother's grand grandkids that actually uh, went to college and graduated from college. So you know that 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 speaks volume of who my family is and how they raised me. Because even though they wasn't able to complete it, like me and my mom and things like that, and my my grandmother, they still instilled those those those. Uh, the, the knowledge into into me to to make sure that I make sure that education was first. And I appreciate that. Let's go and touch on that. Um, very recently, my wife and I watched that movie uh, Air. Uh, and if you're not familiar with it, it's supposedly about Nike back in the day signing Michael Jordan. But it's really a lot about Michael's mother and the influence that she had on him. I don't know if you've seen the movie or not, but talk a little bit about you know, that influence that your mom and it sounds like maybe your grandmother might have had on you growing up. Uh, yes. It, I mean, a foundation. Uh, same thing that I'm talking about right now. That's what I talk to my 80s about. It's about a foundation. And I had a foundation of, of, of praying parents. You know, they they prayed for me. Uh, they guided me. Uh, didn't have the the tip top education that they that they probably uh, should have had, but they knew uh, the routes in which in which I needed to go. Uh, so what I would call them would be bridge builders for me. Uh, they they paved the way for me and they made a way to make it happen. So yes, I seen the movie Air, and I can kind of see my mother in that in that framework of what she did for Michael Jordan during that time frame because she was the person that spoke for him. She was the person that did pretty much everything, you know. So I I could I could see that. Yeah, and I think uh, our, our moms don't always get that shout out uh, that they deserve. And of course, you know, we love our dads and, and all the people having an impact on us. But, uh, you know, shout out for those moms. Good stuff. For our listeners, uh, our guest today is Kevin Grooms. He's the county athletic director for Bibb County Schools. Uh, that's in the Macon, Georgia area. Also a longtime basketball coach. We're going to take our first break, but we're coming back with some more. 
This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank Gipper for their support. Gipper is the official social media graphics solution for the podcast. And if you go to Gipper.com, their team is going to show you how to create professional quality sports graphics for your school's social media channel. It's so easy. Even I can do it. Celebrate your teams, promote your program. Gipper's used by over 3,000 athletic programs, uh, including colleges, uh, in the United States. It's professional graphic design made simple. Go to Gipper.com. Let their team help you. We also want to say thanks to Huddle. Go to Huddle.com and change the way you see the game. As a football coach, I used Huddle for years. But when I became an athletic director, I made sure our school was a huddle school and our coaches just loved the tools that huddle provided that helped them coach our kids up to their highest level at huddle we believe in sports and teams believe in huddle go to huddle.com join the six million users and turn your school into a huddle school Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest today is Kevin Grooms, a certified master athletic administrator uh, from Georgia. Kevin, um, you're currently the county AD. You're overseeing a number of schools, tons of programs. But take us through those early stops, you know, post-college. Uh, you know, what were some of your early uh, positions in uh, educational athletics? I actually got started uh, at elementary school. That was my first job. And uh, after I finished up at elementary school, I actually worked there for one year and uh, I got moved. Well, actually, I didn't get moved. I got rifted <laughs> because they lost the PE slot. I didn't know anything about that fresh out of college. I didn't know anything about being rifted. So that was kind of crazy for me to, to, to see and understand. So um, I did. I did. A, I think I, I would say I did a really good job at elementary school because I didn't even interview at the middle school across the street from the elementary school, the principal at the elementary school kind of called the principal and was like, hey, I got this guy. He, he's, we just don't have another slot. And I know you got a slot and he's a phenomenal teacher. I, I think he'll be a great asset to your school. So that's where I started my coaching career. It was at Point South Middle School uh, in Clayton County. And uh, I coached football, basketball, and track. Uh, and it was different. It was different. You actually, I actually liked middle school. Like I, I thought that was my niche. Like I really, really, really liked middle school. Kids participated. Parents came out of support. Uh, the community was involved. Like it was, it was really, really, really an awesome experience in Clayton County. And then I, I moved from from Clayton County. I, I stayed at a school for like five years. Um, so I moved from there, and then I went to Atlanta Public Schools, and I worked at a middle school in Atlanta Public School. Uh, well, I had a totally different demographic than what I experienced in Clayton County. I experienced kids that were uh, below the poverty line. I experienced kids that rode uh, public transportation to school. Uh, I dealt with kids that mother and father wasn't in the household. So it was a whole different uh, demographic of kid that I was dealing with. And um at that particular school, that school taught me how to teach, I would say, because, you know, you go into schools and you think that the teacher is supposed to get the respect of the kids. But there I had to gain the respect of the kids right. in order to teach them. 
Um, and that at that school, I was the the assistant athletic director. I was the football coach and the basketball coach at the head football coach and the basketball coach at that school. So uh, I stayed there for a couple of years, and then I was trying to get me a head basketball job. I was moving around. I was interviewing. I couldn't I couldn't land a job uh, up in Atlanta. So I had a friend of mine. He said, "Hey." I know you keep looking for a head basketball job. I know that Macon, which is Bibb County, they have a, they have openings down there, and um, they're always looking to promote young young coaches. I said, "Wow, okay." So I I took a look at it. Uh, you talking about a guy? I, I I always give this story about perseverance because I persevered through so many challenges. You know, uh, I could have gave up a long time ago by trying to accomplish my dream of being a head basketball coach, but I didn't. Uh, so you're talking about a person that went on 20 plus interviews before I finally got the job. Yep. <laughs> and then when you finally get the job, so you're talking about a person that, that actually really crawled before he walked. He didn't just start out walking. I had to crawl. So I was a seventh grade coach. I was an eighth grade coach. I, you know, I didn't, I was a ninth grade coach. So I didn't, I didn't pretty much coached on all levels. So when I finally got it, you know, and, and I got the call about I was going to be the head boys basketball coach at Northeast High School here in Macon, you know, tears started rolling out my eyes because I knew what the journey was. And it was a, a, a tough journey. Uh, and I remember the the AD at the time and he was like, uh, coach, are you all right? And I, I had to gather myself because it was it was so emotional. It was an emotional right. and vulnerable time for me. And um, and I became the, the boys basketball coach at, at Northeast High School. Boy, I, I can relate a lot to that. My first job, I substitute taught for a couple of years after graduating, just couldn't get a, a, a job. And then after subbing, uh, it's kind of like you with your elementary position. You know, you build up a rep, you know, hey, you know, that guy's pretty good in the classroom. Uh, and my first full time job was at a middle school. And uh, I, I remember that you're teaching PE. I was also teaching health. Uh, I'm, I'm coaching four seasons, you know, girls and everything. I mean, and I loved it. I, I thought it was great. Uh, and then started, you know, getting that itch to climb the ladder and become a head coach. So very cool. Appreciate you sharing. And I think it's a good reminder for some of our younger um, AD listeners or aspiring AD listeners that you're not usually you know, going to start with that county AD job or that, you know, even, you know, just hired as a full-time AD, you know, you have to get your experience. You have to, you know, spend some time teaching and coaching and, and doing all those things that you talked about. Very cool stuff. Okay. Um, you were a athletic director and you were also the varsity basketball coach. Um, how does that compare now with just being, and I say just, you know, just being a, a county AD, uh, you still have a little itch to the sideline? <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm glad that you asked me that, Jake. I, I had a, it was a, it was a very different journey. Um, the guy that was actually in this job before me, I knew that he was retiring. I was the AD at Northeast High School, basketball coach. I was, uh, I had a really good team. I had eight seniors on that team. I knew they was going to be really, really, really good. So, you know how you always dream about something, then now it becomes a reality. So you you think about things when you talk about uh, theory versus application. So theory, yeah, I wanted a job, but then application, actually seeing it, now it becomes a whole lot different for me. 
So when I seen the job open, you know, um, you know, I paused for a minute because now I got these kids. We we in the middle of basketball season because it posted like November. So I'm in the, I'm just starting basketball season. And now I see this job that's open. So I was like, mm. I was hesitant about filling out the application. Uh, but through conversation with my wife and my family, uh, they said, well, you, you need to apply. Uh, even I had 80s in the district that was calling me and telling me I need to apply for the job. So I I, I thought that that speaks volume of the, of the type of work that we have that we have done together. And um, I applied for the job. I had I was actually going through some some some, some trials and tribulations in my life at, during that time. Uh, my mother-in-law was 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 um, she was almost transitioning. So I was dealing with that and, you know, having to go back and forth and, and deal with some family issues. Uh, but I, I filled it out, got an interview. Uh, and so I interviewed, I had two interviews. And then the, the third, the third call was the night of the board meeting. It was crazy because I didn't, I was like, wow, I don't know what they're going to give it to me or not. Cause they waited all the way to the board meeting to call me first. And then they, they told me that I did get the job, man. It was an overwhelming experience, uh, joy. Uh, another vulnerable moment, you know, just to see that happening. Uh, but, you know, and to transition to that role. But the, the key thing was when I talked to the the hiring committee, uh, which was, became my boss at the time, I talked to her and she was she, she seemed that I was a little di disturbed. And she was like, what's going on? I said, well, I hate to leave my kids like that because we kind of in the middle of the basketball season. I got eight. I got eight seniors. We're gonna be pretty good. And she was like, "Yeah, but you you knew that this that you was gonna transition for this job when it happened." I said, "Yeah," but what I stated to her was, "If we're about kids, grant me this opportunity because I cannot leave them like this. I just can't." So she took it back, talked to the superintendent at the time, and uh, they allowed me to finish it up. So I was coaching high school basketball at night, but during the day, I was the county athletic director. So I, it was a tough job, uh, but I had to figure out, I had to figure it out. And the crazy thing about it, Jake, we happened to lose, we made it all the way to the final four, the game right before the championship game. So I, I thought, um, I thought it was, it was well worth it. And I mean, what a great story, but also good for them for seeing how much that meant to you. And uh, absolutely right. We're about we're here for the kids. You know, we're about the kids. So so great way to uh, you used the word transition a couple of times, transition from one position to the next. You know, thanks for sharing that story for listeners. Uh, our guest again is Kevin Grooms. He's a certified master athletic administrator and he's the county athletic director for the Bibb County School District in Macon, Georgia. We're going to take another break, but we're coming back. So please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thank you to Vital Signs Wall of Fame. You know, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. If you're looking for a really cool way to display your school record boards for all the teams, for all the sports, or you're looking for a cool way to um, show off your school's Hall of Fame, go to Vital Signs Wall of Fame and check out their interactive touchscreen video consoles. Um, their technology is way, way ahead of the curve, and their customer service is just outstanding. Vital Signs Wall of Fame has a mission to help you bring your school's legacy to life. 
Go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. Check out their products okay, and then place your order. vitalsignswalloffame.com. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing, digital ticketing that offers more. Go to hometownticketing.com. Their team is going to show you how to set up and sell your tickets online, not just for sports events, but things like school plays, school concerts, dances, even graduations. And the best part, you're going to have a dedicated client success manager providing hands-on support every step of the way. Go to hometownticketing.com. They've got more support, more security, and more customization. Hometown is here to make the best solution for you. Go to hometownticketing.com to get your questions answered. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Kevin and I, I uh, spoke early on about we've got some younger ADs and some aspiring ADs that listen to the podcast. And I think it's important for them to hear about the journey that we all take with our state association and with the NIAAA. So share a little bit. How'd you first hear about the Georgia Association and what's your uh, your level of involvement with NIAAA? Uh, well, I had a mentor, uh, a person that I look for guidance, support, wisdom. Uh, his name is Jasper Jewell. He is the, the County Athletic Director of Atlanta Public Schools. So during my journey, he was he was a person when I got when I finally took over the athletic job at Northeast High School, uh, I called him and uh, I said, what, what what have I got myself into <laughs> into, you know, coaching, coaching and being a head coach is a little bit different than being over everybody. And I was like, it's crazy. I thought I had it together. I seen some things. I thought I wanted to do some things, but now I, I I'm everywhere. He told me then he said, Kevin, stop what you're doing right now. I need you to join the GADA and the NIAAA and then call me back. And I did that. Uh, and then I called him back. And uh, it was getting ready for the spring conference. Uh, still didn't know what I was getting myself into. You know, I was trying to gather some information. So I went to the spring conference uh, with the GADA, which is the Georgia Athletic Directors Association. I went to the, to the spring meeting and I was blown away. Uh, I was like, I, I've been doing everything wrong. Uh, I'm in class with people and they talking about handbooks. They talking about, <laughs> they talking about all kinds of different words. Like, you, do anybody in here got your handbook? Websites, what your EAP? What? I'm I'm all confused. They, everybody raising their hand. Jake, they raising their hand. They, everybody got. You know, I felt real small. For the first time in my life, I felt real small. And I'm like, wow, I, I got to get this stuff together. Like, so I, I went through that, um, through that training, taking classes. I came back. I was like a sponge that whole weekend. I was, I was asking people questions. I was being, uh, I was in, involved in collaborating with different people. And I came back and first thing I said, I need to talk to my principal. So I met with my principal and I said, Hey, I need you to join this organization with me. Uh, and my principal at the time, uh, Stephen, Stephen Jones, he actually joined the organization with me. You know, most principals might not step into that realm, but he was an ex-coach. Uh, he was an ex-PE major. So he kind of understood what it entailed, but he needs to be a part of this because I want him to be a part of me and to see what I'm trying to do or my vision and my plan 
for Northeast. So uh, he joined the following year with me. And he went into class and he was blown away too. Uh, because after I started telling him everything, what I had been learning, what all the stuff that we need to be doing, and he was just blown away. And he asked the ADs that he said, I have a question for everybody. And he raised his hand, you were talking about a principal. He don't have to be a part of this. He got a whole nother job going on. And he said, I just want to know if y'all didn't have this organization right here in Georgia, how do you know how to become a good AD? How, like, how you know what's right, what's wrong? And everybody was like, we we wouldn't. This is the key. This is the answer. So um, he joined. He was the principal li liaison on the board. Uh, later on, I became part of the faculty uh, with the GADA, uh, teaching classes. Te I started out teaching workshops at first, uh, just getting my feet wet. And then I started teaching classes. And, you know, I, I gained my certification, which is my CAA. And then I went ahead and gained my CMAA. Uh, through the certifications and taking the classes. So that lead, that led me on into, you know, I want to further my ed education. I want to uh, make sure that I want to be a part of, of the national faculty. So that's where I joined the nat national faculty this past spring. And I'll be teaching at the at the national conference in Orlando, uh, 618 and 620 uh, at the national conference in Orlando. Absolutely. Uh, I'll, I'll make sure I swing by those two uh, two rooms since I'm obviously down here in Florida. Um, let's go back to those early LTI courses uh, that, that you were taking. And again, I, I remember being in that same position. You know, I'd been an AD for a while and also a head football coach, but probably more of a head football coach. Uh, and so... You, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, you know, as you look around the room, you're feeling pretty good about yourself. And all of a sudden, you know, whoa, you know, uh, it, it's that old expression. Um, you don't know what you don't know. And, and that's, you know, was kind of my wake up moment. Um, as you begin to knock off the courses, uh, any of those early foundational courses stick out for you? Um, you know, not so much in an alarming way, but, you know, in, in a good way. Uh, hey, I can't wait to take this back to my school. As I always tell people, even my, 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 my athletic directors, legal, legal issues will blow you away because you don't, you don't really see the legal liability. As I always tell my athletic directors here in my County, coaches just want to coach. That's the only thing coaches want to do. They just want to coach. They're not worried about, uh, a child not being supervised. They're not worried about uh, parents dropping out kids early. Or, or, I mean, they, they're not worried about anything. No, they're not worried about a fly ball, uh, hitting somebody in the head. Like, they're not worried about that. They just want to coach. They want to get these kids out there. They want to play. They're not worried about eligibility. They just want these kids to be out there. These are good kids. I need them out there on my field or on my court. That's the only thing they worry about. So when I when I talked to my my athletic directors, that's the first thing I told them. I said, "Y'all are going to be blown away by the legal liability classes," and they were, they were, and it gave them a different perspective, and that's what we look for—a different pers perspective of how you see things. Yeah, we see things this way, but what if it happens this way? Are we ready? Uh, so that, that that was one. I mean, it was it was a whole lot of them that I could that I could really talk about curb appeal. Oh yeah, I, I, mean, I could just keep going into into different uh, LTI courses that that I that I've taken. Especially the last one that I took was really, really, really uh, 
informative and it was the the role of the urban athletic director mm -hmm. now that was that i i love that that class i love all of them but i that was one of my most recent classes that i took and that was really informative yeah and and you mentioned uh you know part of your experience you know in the discussion in the courses people talking about handbooks um our most recent uh, episode, in fact, one almost just before yours, was with Zach Stevenson from New Mexico. He's part of the faculty for the brand new um, LTI 601, putting together a handbook. So, uh, you know, that course is going to be offered for the first time at Orlando. Make sure you take 618 and 620 that Kevin's going to be part of the team. But if you can, sign up for 601, brand new course on writing handbooks. Okay. Uh, I see Kevin scribbling that down, so he's going to take that. Uh, for our listeners, uh, our guest is Kevin Rooms, Certified Master Athletic Administrator and the County Athletic Director for Bibb County Schools, and that's in the Macon, Georgia area. We're going to take another break, but we're coming back with more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to thank the folks at Snap Mobile for their support of the podcast. Go to SnapRaise. Dot com and check out their entire suite of platforms designed to help you as an AD do your job better. Of course, there's Snap Raise. If you're looking for a fundraiser, you need to stop. Snap Raise is hands down the best fundraising platform out there. They'll even give you your funding before you actually start your fundraiser. Nobody else does that. But there's more. There's Snap Manage, Snap Store, Snap Connect, and a whole lot more. Go to snapraise.com. Check out their entire suite of platforms. We also want to say thanks to our friends at Home Campus. Home Campus is the official uh, high school information and athletic clearance platform for the podcast. As an athletic director, I used Home Campus every day, and it was just fantastic. And their staff was great to work with, too. To find out all the ways that Home Campus can help you, all you have to do is go to homecampus.com. That's homecampus.com. Check them out today. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Kevin, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you have done as an athletic director, or maybe these are things that you do with all of your schools as a county AD that you're particularly proud of that you would plug into that category of best practices? Jake, I'm glad you asked me that question. Uh, when we talk about best practices, the first thing that comes to my head, even on the high school level or either right here on the district level, is building relationships. Uh, I think if if that's a foundation, that's something that you have to do. You know, um, you have to show people that you care. I believe in valuing people. You know, and and if people see that you care and you're passionate about what you're doing and, and that you're right there with them when they're doing it, I think they will be um they will be right there with you when whenever you're doing any kind of task. Um working as a system, you know, I don't know everything. And I tell my 80s that all the time. I don't know everything. So we come up with everything together. Like we came up with our creed. Our creed for our county is stewardship, scholarship, and sportsmanship. I didn't come up with that by myself. We all came up with it together. So you got to get buy-in. You know, buy-in is, is very critical in this role. 
Uh, and you got to figure out what's the best way to get buy-in from your staff uh, because, you know, your staff could, could, could turn either way, but you want to make sure that you get buy-in from them. And you got to figure out that, you know, what, what best, what works best for you and your staff. Uh, being organized, you got to be organized uh, in everything that you do. You're not going to be the smartest person. You're not going to know everything, but you could be organized, you know, uh, so make sure that you're organized and always be prepared. You know, uh, I know different situation happens as I, as I told my, my ADs the last, when, when the Damien Hamlet incident happened, uh, I was watching football that Friday, that Monday night. And, you know, when the incident happened, you know, the first thing came to my, my mind was my County. Bibb County came to my mind and uh, I just pondered and I, you know, I, I was pondering on different, different types of scenarios. So I next 80 meeting it happened that week. And my, my, my slide on my PowerPoint was, are we ready? That's what I put on my slide. Are we ready? Are we ready as a district? Are we prepared to, as a district? If anything like this catastrophic happens, are we prepared? Have we practiced our have we practiced our EAPs? Yeah, we write it down. But our EAPs need to be scenario based, meaning that we should be practicing it. So we'll know what to do when it happens. Because yeah, we wrote it down on paper, but do it actually happen like that on paper? You know? So that was one of the main things that I talked about. You know, just are we ready as a as a district? Are we ready as a staff? You know, because anything can happen. Yeah, you could always say that, that we're prepared. Yeah, we're prepared. But when it happens, are we really prepared for it? You know, so those are some of the some of the some of the things that I would definitely say best practices. Uh valuing people. That's that that, that valuing people and building relationships would be my top ones. Yeah, um, I'm glad you mentioned uh, the DeMar Hamlin situation. You know, I, I'm no longer in the the game as an AD. I'm a retired AD, but I remember watching that game and having those very thoughts. I flash back to our school, you know, would we have been ready? And I want to say, yeah, we would have been. You know, we had good trainers. We had, you know, um, you know, emergency um, uh, EMTs on, on the sidelines, uh, you know, I, I and our coaches we stress that student athlete safety. I, I think we would have been ready, but uh, gosh, what if we weren't, you know, uh, you know, think about that kid, you know, think about that kid's family. And, and so uh, I, I think, I really believe that for those schools that weren't ready, uh, I, I think that that event and news of that event was kind of a wake up call. Uh, what was the response from your coaches in that coaches meeting and that AD meeting um, as, as you asked them that question, are we ready? Um, you know, did you feel like, you know, yeah, we're ready. Or was there some nervousness about it? I felt like we, I felt like we are ready, but, um, are we ready with fidelity? Uh, that's the difference, you know, and that's where I put in, I said, well, we've got to start doing scenario basis. I don't know if everybody is doing it at their school, but we need to work off scenario basis. Not only that, Jake. I also went in and told them every season now we're going to uh, do an overview of our CPR first aid because, mm -hmm. yeah, we certified as a football coach. You were certified, but came back around to the next season of football. You just need a refresher course. Mm -hmm. 
you know, you don't have to go back through the whole thing, but you just need a, a 10 to 15 minute refresher course over CPR first aid, you know, and, and I said that we're doing that for every season now. That's something that I implemented when that situation happened. No, and again, you're absolutely right. You know, that, that refresher course is, is, is so vital. Um, Kevin, we're going to do some more, but uh, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, find out more about how you do things there at uh, Bibb County, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Uh, you can contact me on my Twitter, at Coach Grooms. That's my Twitter handle. Or you can email me at kevin.grooms at bcsdk12.net. Either one of those, you should be able to get me. And if you're not on Twitter, you know, uh, Kevin has a very strong Twitter game. Uh, you know, again, we follow each other, but, uh, you know, check it out. Uh, Kevin Grooms uh, from Bibb County, Certified Master Athletic Administrator. We're going to take another break. I know that's shocking to our regular listeners, but uh, we're coming back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thank you to District 1 for their support. Go to district1.com, that's W-O-N, and you're going to feel like you've won when you see their custom uniforms, their on-time delivery, and their one-at-a-time replacement policy. You're never going to have to order a complete set again when you just need one or two replacements. Go to district1.com, click on the team gear button, and get your free quote. That's district1.com. We also want to thank Sideline Interactive indoor score tables and video boards. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo and see their score tables and their score boards in action. Probably one of the best purchases I ever made was our Sideline Interactive indoor score table. We use it for home games, of course, but we also use it for pep rallies, for signing ceremonies. It's tremendously versatile and their customer service is just outstanding. Go to sidelineinteractive.com, schedule that live web demo. Their products also generate income through sales. Uh, we had the board paid for before we even had our first game. And they also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. That's sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Kevin Grooms, a certified master athletic administrator, and he's the county AD for Bibb County in Macon, Georgia. Kevin, you and I were talking during the break, and you shared a, a really cool thing that you're doing in your district. Uh, can you share that with our listeners? Uh, when I when I took over this job as being the, the county AD, and I... Uh, I made sure that we had assistant ADs at every high school. That was one of the things that I, I pride myself on uh, because I know how hard it was for me as an athletic director, coaching and being an AD, like that's that's very, very hard. And plus I we had some issues going on where I had a, a colleague of mine that uh, was on an administrative leave. And I remember I called him and I was like, hey, what you what do you need me to do? You know, I know you're on administrative leave. What do you need me to do? And he said, uh, my principal is doing everything. I said, your principal? How is, he, how is your principal doing everything? He got to run the school. I said, well, who, who's running athletics? He said, my, my principal. I said, and that's when I thought about it. I was like, no, nah, we, we got to do something different. 
So when I took over the job, that's when I added assistant ADs in everybody's school. But not only that, I said that we need some type of platform where we're able to educate um, not just not just coaches, but regular teachers, any any uh, anybody that's a certified staff at our school, we need to be able to educate them uh, for as athletics. If we ha ever have a problem where we don't have an athletic director at that site, so that's why I came up with the Aspiring Athletic Directors Cohort. Um, very good platform. Last year was my first year doing it. We had about 30, 30, 30 people in my first cohort class. Uh, because I made my my ADs in my district, <laughs> my my high school ADs, my sister ADs at my high school, and also my middle school ADs take it, as well as I had some uh, people that applied for it and took it as well. But like I told them, I, they had to take it because they got to be the person that put my vision out there, put the plan out there. Uh, I don't know how you can uh, get your staff to be a part of it if you haven't been a part of it to gain the knowledge that you need to gain. So we came, I came up with that, the Aspire AD cohort. And in this cohort, we talk about different issues. Uh, some of the issues we talk about is uh, Georgia High School, our, our Georgia High School Association, where I actually get Dr. Robin Hines to come in uh, to talk to my group about the different uh, issues that we're dealing with, uh, with Georgia High School. We also talk about legal issues, legal and security issues. We talk about financial responsibility. Uh, we talk about athletic facilities. We talk about personnel. Uh, we talk about event management and media. And we also talk, we also do an interview at the end. And we do that scenario base as well, uh, just to get our, our ADs and also our coaches uh, to help them out when they're interviewing different people. So uh, I think it was very productive. It's a look, it's a year long cohort. So like my first, my second uh, cohort class, we actually start this Saturday coming up, July the 29th, was, we'll kick off uh, my second cohort class. And I'm very excited about it. Uh, I think this new class is going to gain a different wealth of knowledge uh, because I added in a lot of different things. You know how, when you go through something and you see some stuff different, you want to do some stuff different now. So yeah, I added a lot of different things uh, that's going to be new, innovative, and exciting for this new group. You know, um, your first cohort um, is out there now. Um, what have what are some of the things that you've seen from the individuals that uh, participated in that? I'm going to guess, you know, some were ADs, some were coaches. Uh, you know, what are some things? Um, that have come back to you from their cohort experience? It's a lot of things that they did not know. And, you know, as, as a, you know, as an AD, you know, I was, I was in their shoes and I'm thinking they knew it, but they really didn't know it. So that was some of the things that, that I learned from. They was like, we, we never even knew that. Yeah. We, we have our, our AD meetings. Now my AD meetings now is more of a PAO now. We do a lot of PA, a lot of professional development, a lot of, lot of, we do a lot of that now uh, because my insight from this, from my cohort, uh, because that, because they don't know, you know, a lot of, lot of, a lot of the jobs people have taken, people have given people jobs versus uh, actually going through a whole um, application and an interview process. People just feel as though that you've been a part of athletics that you should just know. And you just don't know all you don't you don't know everything about dealing with athletics. I mean, me being the person I am right now to the day, 
I don't know everything about athletics. I'm always learning. I'm always seeking knowledge. I'm always trying to find new innovative ways in order to make best practices work for my district. So uh, that's what I, that's what I figured out. You know, they, a lot of things they didn't know and then bringing in different people. Another thing that we did, I also brought in different people from different districts. Like uh, Jasper Jewel came and spoke to my group, you know, so my groups could see something totally different because well, I wanted to look so, somewhat like ours because we both are, are centralized, meaning that we have our stadiums and our teams come to our stadiums and play. But I needed them to hear something totally different versus what he does at his district versus what I do in my district because it's totally two different districts. Things that I'm able to do in my district, he's not able to do. Things that he's doing in his district, I'm not able to do. You know, So they was able to gain a wealth of knowledge and get some nuggets from that. Uh, to take with them to move on to move their athletic uh, athletics at their schools. Yeah, I mean it. It gets me excited. Uh, makes me want to come back and uh, and be an AD wow. again. Okay, um, Kevin, this has been really cool. I appreciate you sharing today because I know it's a busy time for you. But we're not quite done. Uh, we always like to wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. Now, you certainly know your way around the world of athletics, but uh, we're going to take our final break and hear from Athletic Surveys. And when we come back, I'm going to challenge you to send out a brand new athletic director on their very first job, but I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. So let's take that final break. And when we come back, we're going to find out what Kevin Grooms is going to put in his new athletic director toolbox. We want to say thank you to Athletic Surveys for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire program. Athletic directors already hear back from the complainers, the 2% that want to gripe about everything. Athletic Surveys not only connects you with the 2%, but also the 98% that love and support your program. And that's a tremendously valuable tool to have when you're talking with that frustrated parent or your principal or your school board. Go to athleticsurveys.com. They're going to create a custom survey that lets you take the pulse of your parents and your student athletes. That's athleticsurveys.com. Let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. Well, it's that time of the podcast. We've been visiting today with Kevin Grooms, a certified master athletic administrator, longtime AD and coach in Georgia, and the county athletic director for Bibb County Schools. Uh, Kevin, um, now's the time we're going to ask you to send out a brand new AD on their very first job. And I'm only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. What three items are going to go into your new athletic director toolbox? The first thing I would do or would say to a new AD is to find you a mentor slash coach. Uh, you need someone to mint, someone to talk to, to mentor you, uh, to coach you through uh, different things that you have going on, uh, situations that may come up. So I would say a mentor slash coach would be my, my first thing that I would, I would definitely uh, tell them to do. Uh, next, I would tell them or uh, talk to them about joining professional learning communities. What I mean by that is joining different organizations like the NIAAA, the GADA, those uh, 
platforms are very, very, very helpful. Those learning communities where you're able to sit down and collab and network and, and come up with different resources that you can find for your school and your programs. Uh, and the last tip I would probably say would be saying uh, relationships. I'm, I'm big on relationships. I'm big on valuing people. Um, that's what I do. You know, I, I, I don't think I would be where I'm at if I didn't build relationships and value people in my life. Uh, so that's, that's one of the main things that I would, I would always do. And, and, and I value it a lot. So, uh, get your mentor slash coach joining professional learning communities, meaning organizations and building relationships. Great, great tools. And uh, it, having spent this, uh, you know, last 45, 50 minutes with you, um, I, I'm not at all surprised that those were your tools, just based on the things that you shared in your experience, you know, the mentoring relationship, you know, relationships in general, okay, and, you know, your commitment to being uh, a lifelong learner with your state organization, and now, you know, as a member of the national faculty with the NIAAA. Kevin, one more time, if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain a little bit, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Uh, they can contact me, Jake, on my Twitter handle, which is at Coach Grooms. And you will find a phenomenal uh, things going on on my Twitter handle. And also my email is kevin.grooms at bcsdk12.net. Kevin Grooms, uh, Bibb County Schools, thanks so much for spending time with us today and all the best moving forward. Definitely going to uh, look you up uh, this coming December at the National Conference. Yes, sir. I really appreciate you uh, carving out some time with me today. Oh, no, absolutely. The pleasure was ours, sir. Uh, for our listeners, uh, we do this just about every day, and we upload the Zoom recordings to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening as always. Come back next time for another great interview and just about every day for best practices on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time.